Do you have a career or business that you love? Do you have a career or business that you're excited about? Do you have a career or business that you're excited to get up and do? I do have a career or business that you love. And I could sing it all day long because I think it's one of the most important things in our life. For about our one third of our life, so eight hours out of every 24, most people are doing something to earn money. They've got a job, a career, a business, or a passion. And there's my question, are you living your passion or do you just have a job? And if you want to live your passion, and if you're excited about doing something that you're passionate about every day, where do you get advice from on how to do that? Do you need to get advice at all? And the first question uh, that I'm asking is, are there people who have done something that's never been done before? So they've got a career, a business, a job that originally when they started it, it didn't exist. And somebody said, you can't do it. It's impossible. And they went and did it anyway. So the challenge with that amazing experience, of course, is that there will be people who tell you that you can't, it's not possible, it won't work. Uh, are you going to believe them? Uh, and that's the kind of advice that we probably don't need. You can't. Because uh, everything that's ever been achieved in career or business or passion uh, probably was once considered impossible. So if you're going to get advice from people about what you want to do, and what you want to do has never been done before, could it be good to go to people who have done something that's never been done before? Because they'll have had that experience of, you can't do it, it won't work, it's impossible. And they'll be able to take you through why it is possible. So for example, the Max International Colleges started as a personal training college uh, on the Gold Coast in Australia, and came in was told, number one, that nobody would ever have a personal trainer. And I use the word personal trainer hesitatingly because... Uh, there's a good word, hesitatingly, because uh, now personal training is considered normal uh, and there's lots of personal trainers. And at Max, we don't call people personal trainers anymore. We call them exercise professionals. I'm a results coach. You're a personal exercise coach. And the reason for that is that there are so many personal trainers. And I share that with you because when he first started as a personal trainer, at the beginning of the 1980s, there were no personal trainers and people said, you can't be a personal trainer, it won't work, it's only for Americans or rich people or, or elite athletes and certainly not in Australia. But he believed as, uh, and when I share this with you, I'm, I'm careful with the word belief because unless you've done it or somebody else has done it, you can't believe that it's possible. Or can you? Because you can see it in your mind. And that's a really interesting question. But Kamer had been to America. He had seen personal training in action. He knew that people needed help with exercise and being fit. He knew that elite athletes needed help. And he already had a, a business called Sports Elite, which was training elite athletes. He was also one of the first sports strength and conditioning coaches in Australia when everybody said nobody's going to pay somebody to be the strength and conditioning coach for a team. He believed that it was going to happen. He'd seen it happen in America and he brought it to Australia. And I'm sharing all of that with you because at Max, you have access to people who are told it's not possible, it won't work, it can never happen, and we've done it anyway. Uh, my initial response from everybody in my life when I said I'm going to be an exercise professional, and back then I didn't really know what to call it. I just said I want to teach people how to be healthy, fit, and strong. Everybody in my life said impossible, won't work, it's not a real job. So if I'd listened to their advice, would I have ended up where? My father wanted me to be a lawyer. Uh, a lot of people had different plans for me, but I knew in my heart and soul that I wanted to teach people how to be healthy, fit and strong because I loved being healthy, fit and strong. 
So that's what I did. So the first question is, is something that you want to do if it's never been done before, is that something that we can help you do? Is that something that can happen? Can it be done? Yes, because you will meet, I can introduce you to, there are millions of people, I think, worldwide, who were told you can't do it, it's not possible, and they've done it anyway. So if you're going to get advice about something that's never been done before, get advice from people that have done something that's never been done before. So that's number one. Number two, be careful where you get advice from. Could that be a really good idea? And the reason I'm asking the question is if you're going into a career path or a business where there are people doing it already, if you go in with passion and enthusiasm and excitement and you really have a driving force to be successful, is it possible that you will scare the hell out of some of the people that are already in that industry, in that profession, already doing what you want to do? And is it possible then that they could give you advice that uh, may not uh, be accurate? So I use the example very openly that a lot of my exercise professionals who are passionate about having a successful business or career in the exercise profession will then go and talk to somebody at a gym or a personal training studio or somebody that's already got a boot camp or somebody that's already uh, averagely plodding along in the profession. And they say, can I have a career that's successful in the exercise profession? And somebody that's averagely plodding along will say, of course you can't. There's too many personal trainers. There's too many gyms. I'm only making just enough money to get by. You shouldn't do this. Now, is that true? There's two parts to that. It might be true for them. They might be telling you an interesting version of the truth because they don't want your passion and enthusiasm in their profession or in their gym or in their exercise studio. They don't want to compete with it. Uh, If somebody's average and somebody excellent comes along, is it possible that you'll make the person look even more average or worse? So could it be a really good idea, regardless of what profession you go into? Are there excellent lawyers and crappy lawyers? Of course. Are there excellent doctors and terrible doctors? Of course. Are there brilliant, uh, creative, awesome builders and terrible builders who build horrible houses? Of course. I could pick any profession, so could you. And there's people who are really good at it and who are doing really well. And there are people who are really average and there are people who have gone broke, bust and it didn't work for them. And that's the third part. So the first part is if you want to do something that's never been done before, could it be good to get advice from people who have done something that's never been done before? If you're going to get advice from people that are already in the profession, whatever it is that you want to do, career path, job, business, could it be a really good idea to talk to the people who are successful, not average? So are there exercise professionals, personal exercise coaches, gym owners, exercise studio owners, boot camp instructors? Are there people in the exercise profession who who are doing incredibly well? Of course. Uh, Are there multimillionaires? Of course. Are there people who, uh, even though they don't have a university education, are earning more money than doctors and lawyers and engineers? Of course. But if you talk to the people that are only doing average, they'll tell you that you you can only do average. So could it be a really good idea to talk to the people who are at the top of the profession, who are doing excellent in the profession? And then, really interesting thing to take note, if you're really good at something... Is it possible that you want to be surrounded by other people who are really good at something because you want somebody to compete with? 
If you're a fast runner, you don't want to have slow runners to compete with. If you want to be the best in the world, you obviously want to compete with the best in the world so that you can keep getting better. Now, that's a sporting analogy, but business is the same. If you go into a profession or a business where there are already people in that arena, isn't it exciting to compete with the best? Because if you beat the best, if you become better than the best, if you are, and it's interesting in business because I'm not sure that beating is the right word, is it possible that what you've got to offer is different to what somebody else has got to offer? It might not be better, it's just different, and we can't please all of the people all of the time. That's why some people go to the gym, and some people go to a personal training studio, and some people go to a boot camp, and some people train online, and some people like CrossFit, and some people like to do powerlifting, and some people like to do group exercise classes, and some people like to go rowing. There's all different things that people like to do. All you have to do to be successful in whatever it is that you want to do, and this is advice from the best in the world, I'm not pulling this out of my backside, pick something you're passionate about, aim to keep getting better at it, and add massive value to people's lives. And I always call that the sweet spot. If you're doing what you're the most passionate about, woohoo! And if you keep getting better at it, and if it's adding value to people's lives, will you have a successful business, product, service, Will you be good at your sport? Will you be a great musician? Of course. So there's some really interesting advice from the best in the world, not average people and not people that have failed. So advice from the best in the world who have done something that's never been achieved before or advice from the best of the people in the profession or business that you want to go into. Be really careful of the average and here's the ones to be really aware of. Well, there's probably two parts to the bottom end. People who started and stopped failed because that's for me, that's the only definition of failure is that you started and stopped. If you never stop, you can't fail. If you never give up, you can never fail. So the people that gave up on their passion, they gave up on their business, they gave up on their exciting career path or their idea or their invention and they've gone back to a lousy, stinking, rotten job, they will probably tell you that whatever it is that they tried and failed at, that you can't do it either. Now, is that true? course the answer is no and please be very aware of those people it's just not true so if somebody went into uh, let's say they they bought a cafe or a restaurant and it failed so they gave up on that cafe or restaurant because they didn't have the right skills or not good they didn't have good customer service or the food was terrible or whatever happened and now they're back in a lousy stinking rotten job and you go to them and say can I have a successful cafe or restaurant is it likely they're going to tell you yes probably no they'll say you can't do it there's too many cafes there's too many restaurants you will fail Are there too many cafes and restaurants? Do people eat in cafes and restaurants? Are there successful cafes and restaurants? Of course. So be really careful of the people that have done something, failed at it, gave up on it, and they're going to give you advice that probably isn't worth listening to. Could that be interesting to consider? The uh, sub-sect of that group are people that have never done it. The the, The people that tell you that can't do it are usually two people. They've never done it before, so how the hell do they know? Or they've done it and failed. So both of those groups, why would you listen? They've never done it before. I always ask the question, would you swap places with the person that's giving you advice? Do you want their life? Do you want their financial situation? Do you want their job or career? If you're talking to somebody that hates their job, they're going broke or they are broke, they're, they're struggling financially, and they tell you, you can't be successful at your passion, and I'll go back to what makes success in a passion. Do what you're passionate about, keep getting better at it, and add massive value to people's lives. Now, if we applied that to anything, cafe, restaurant, sport, 
exercise studio, building business, medical practice, law practice, doesn't matter. Whatever you decide to do, if you're doing what you're the most passionate about, if you keep getting better at it and you keep adding massive value to people's lives, can you be successful? Hell yes. If you give up, you've failed. So of course you can't do it. And if you've never done it before, how, what right do people have to tell you that you can't do it if they've never done it before? More important question, why the hell would you listen? Please don't listen. Somebody that's never done it before doesn't know that it, has, that it ha- can't be done. They might love you because they're, uh, and they're scared that you'll fail. Or they might have tried something in their life that they were passionate about and they failed at it, so they don't want you to fail either. And that's called, I love you and I care about you. But could that also be naive and ignorant? Because is it possible that if you're passionate about something, if you keep getting better at it, so you're good at it and you keep getting better at it and you add massive value to people's lives and you have that never give up attitude, I can't fail because I'm never going to give up, is it possible that you can be doing whatever it is that you love to do every day? So there's, there's four, four people to consider getting advice from. And I'll go five because I think that the best person to give you advice is yourself. If you've got a drive, a passion, a creation, an invention, you're excited about something, bloody do it, will you? Who cares what everybody else thinks? Who cares what everybody else says? Just go do it. Could that be the best advice that you could give yourself? So that's you giving yourself advice. If it's never been done before, please don't get advice from people who say that it's impossible because it's never been done before. Go and talk to the people that have done something that's never been done before and are they more likely to give you all the... And they're going to help you. I promise you they're going to help you. In business, at sport, doesn't matter what arena you look at, people who are really good at what they do want other people to compete with. They want other people doing what they do. I always use this example. If you're a 10 at something, so you put 100% effort in every time, do you want to surround yourself with 100% people or 50% people? Stupid question, Rowie. You want to surround yourself with people who have got the same mindset, the same drive, the same ambition, because you'll for- all of you will force each other to get better. I use a really interesting example. I love music, love, love, love. I have, uh, have some very favorite musicians in my life. And because of my age, and I'm a very old lady, and I love sharing that, I, th- I believe, and we all think the same thing, but I think I've come through the best era of music. And it's interesting because the, the people that are successful still now and were successful when I was a teenager in the music business all share the same thing. We were all so good. We were, we were brilliant. We created beautiful music. We wrote beautiful songs, but we were competing with each other. So we had to keep getting better because every time I bought out an album, somebody else bought an al- out an al- a new album, somebody else bought out a new album. We had to force ourselves to keep getting better at our craft. Now, that's music- musicians. Sports people will tell you the same thing. We can't get faster and better if we don't compete with people that are faster and better than us. If you want to be great at running, you don't go to the walking class. So invest time with having your circle of influence, people who have done something that's never been done before, they achieved it, and of course they're going to help you. Isn't that exciting? Be really aware of people who are average in whatever profession or industry you want to go into. Somebody that's average will tell you that you're going to be average too and it's not going to be successful for you. It's not going to work for you. They don't want you in their profession. They're scared to death of you. A passionate, excited, newly qualified exercise professional going to work in a gym that really wants to be the best at what they do is going to scare the hell out of an average personal trainer in a gym. Of course they are. So be really careful of the advice that those people give you. Could that be good advice? 
And then the people that have never done it before or the people who have done it and failed, done it and gave up, could it be a good idea to uh, just ignore what they've got to say? Or listen to what they've got to say and do exactly the opposite. And that's a really fun thing to consider. If you think it's not possible, have a look at the people that have done it and observe, uh, research, analyse. And or look at the people that failed and do exactly the opposite to what they did. Because that's where the key lies, isn't it? If they failed, if they gave up, if it didn't work out for them, if I do exactly the opposite to what they did, then I'm going to achieve. Because the opposite to giving up is succeeding. I want you to have a career or business that you love. That's why I'm at Romax every single day. I, and it's very selfish, by the way, because one of the, the reasons why people are so miserable, depressed, angry about life, I think, is that they have a terrible job or they've got a horrible, they're in a horrible business or they don't wake up every day doing what they love, which makes them miserable and grumpy. And I have to deal with them every day. How about you? Grumpy, miserable people have a lousy, stinking, rotten job. Makes for not nice conversation. So my selfish request is please have a career or business that you love so that you can be a happy person every day. Uh, If you add to that that you're healthy, fit and strong, your career or business that you love, that will make you financially free, of course. And then you, uh, whether or not you attract great people into your life is the kind of person that you are, of course. But if you have great communication skills and if you're a lovely person who's respectful and kind, is it possible that you, you will attract those kind of people into your business, particularly if you want to employ those kind of people in the business that you have? If you want people in your life who treat you respectfully, do we need, do we need to be respectful, kind people? So that's Romax, four areas of life. I wish for you to have all of them so that you can live your life to the max. Healthy, fit and strong, career or business that you love, be financially free and have great people in your life and or be a great person. That to me is living life to the max. Thank you for coming to Romax and have a super duper day. Do you have a career that you love and a business that excites you? Do you have a career that you love and you love getting out of bed for it? Woohoo! <laughs>